Get started for free on IBM Cloud. With an IBM Cloud account, get access to more than 40 always free products with no time limit, so you can experiment with some of our most popular offerings for as long as you'd like. Explore our free tier and create your free account today at ibm.biz slash cloudfree. Hey everybody, how you doing? Yes, this is part two. You saw me earlier today and I'm bringing you my special. Welcome to the Charles Matthews Morning Show. And right now, I know you're thinking, morning, Charles. Well, it's morning somewhere. <laughs> I got a great guest for you. We're doing a special 100 Black Men Getting to Know My Brothers. And like I said, these are the first time I'm meeting these cats. Great people. And I want you to get to know them like how I've been getting to know them. So stay tuned. Let's go. So let's not hesitate. Without further ado, please welcome to the show. Corey, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me on the show. Anytime, my friend. Listen, from one podcast to the next, we were just talking about how podcasting changes life. How, yeah. you know, COVID is, you know, COVID is COVID, but we realize the talent we both have on this thing, what we can do. And the story you're telling me is how this is actually helping people. People wake up in the morning and they go, oh, you know, he's on. Let me go watch him. What was he doing? Like, you know, give you a little laugh. So it's great, great to have another podcast on it who knows, you know, what we're doing right now for COVID is actually helping people. Yes, yes, it definitely is. It's giving people a healthy distraction for all the craziness that's going on outside. So let me ask you a question. How did you get started and why did you want to get started? I, I think sometimes that this, you know, life just meets you or destiny finds you. I've been wanting to do this for a while, but I've, you know, was always going to someone else and asking them, Hey, you know, what should I do and do this? And I just realized COVID's allowing you to look yourself in the mirror, realize your superpower. I started a little bit before this, mm -hmm. but I decided to just go all in on it. And it's one of the greatest things I ever did because it's, you know, being therapy is therapeutic to people is giving them, you know, Lot, I'm cutting my own hair, you know, like just give us that barbershop talk. Time, time, time out, time out. Look, I'm cutting my own too. So, no. well, hey, you know, to each his own, to each his own. I mean, you look a little bit more cleaner than I do, but you know, you miss that barbershop talk. You miss like, yeah, yeah, football draft on Zoom. You miss like those personal relationships, and those things are important. Yeah. And, you know, having a podcast gives that outlet to people. It does. It does. Cause like, I don't know about you, but my, I'm an event coordinator planner. So I do special events. And if it was, if me, I'm not talking to you guys right now, I would be going batty. I'm like, what's going on in the world? What's happening? How do I meet people? Cause tell everybody where are you calling in from? I'm calling from Chicago, uh, Illinois, um, South side, South side all day socks, you know, you know, See? and I would have, to be honest with you, I would have never met you. I have it either. And it, it, I honestly, I'm looking forward to establishing a relationship with you because what you're doing is just so needed for the time right now. <laughs> we need to see, hey, everyone's not the same. Some of us are doing things and trying to make change. We're making change right now. So let's talk about that. Who are you? Tell me your background. You're born and raised over there. Let's give us some background. Let's go. 
So I am a Southsider, born and raised in Chicago, you know, Cook County. I say I'm a Pisces, you know, um, a Aries moon and a Scorpio rising. So I say that I have the biggest heart for people. Okay. Uh, helping people matters to me. That's my gift. Um, I'm, I'm pretty decent at speaking. So um, I am a youth pastor in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, there we go. Okay. I wanted to the the thing is is that my concern with a lot of things that the church is doing, they're in the 70s and the 60s. And I was like, how can I be current and teach and reach people and inspire and uplift them? And the podcast was the way to go. You know, if I want to talk to the youth, I want to meet them where they're at instead of them meeting me where I'm at. And it's just been just amazing. All right. So while we're doing that, I'm putting up your your your, your stuff right there. I appreciate that so much on the screen because yeah, we let's let's go straight that way. Okay. Because okay. I have a show coming up pretty soon where I'm I it's gonna be a bunch of youth on the on the program just you know talking their stuff. They just want to talk about their stuff. How has COVID changed the youth in your opinion? I would say the way that it changes the youth is that it's allowed them to have a platform now. Now, we may not agree with everything every youth is actually doing, but they're mm-hmm. starting to tap into a strength that for so long, being a millennial was like a, uh, a, a like the scarlet letter on your chest. It mm-hmm. was, oh, you're a millennial. Now we're starting to realize we may disagree or agree with how they're doing it, but these kids are making change. They're seeing, they're growing up like this. And it just reminds me of the time our grandparents grew up, that they grew up during similar times and similar type of things that were going on. That's one of the greatest generations of all time. So it's just, you're seeing that these kids have, they they see the power that they do when they do TikTok. They see the power that they do when they do Instagram. They understand the platforms. And some of them are actually using it to get like real things done. And that's pretty cool. Right. I'm sorry about that. No worries. So I I agree with you because a kid that used to be quiet before now feels more comfortable. You know, like uh, I'll try one TikTok, and then they go, that wasn't bad. They're coming out of their shell because there's nothing to do. You know what I mean? This is forcing them to be speakers. This is forcing them to be okay on stage. You know what I mean? Because before you'd be like, oh, come up on the stage and talk. They were like, no, that's not me. Right, right. You know, I mean, that's not me. But now, you know, it's giving them an avenue. But when you when you do a podcast, what's your main goal when you do your podcast? Um, my main goal, is, I like the the key word that, that my team, I know that I say is cohesion. Okay. Everything needs to be co- like cohesive. Like I did a podcast last week talking about ownership. And um, there's a Someone I listen to, Joe Budden podcast and uh, Charlamagne the God from a radio station. And there are two individuals that you might think are in the same platform, but Joe Budden owns his platform. And I was having a conversation about ownership and talking about, you know, everyone wants to be a boss. That's like the key term that everyone is having. So being cohesive, having every topic just kind of flow together and just being organic. I'm all about like this connection is organic. I never met you, but I'm pretty sure that my, my sister dated one of your cousins. I just had that connection with you, you know, like, and, and, and that's important to me about connection and chemistry. The mm-hmm. energy should be able to be felt by the audience. Right. Definitely. Definitely. So growing up 
and and we, you know we uh, we're in Toronto. Okay. 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 And okay. We we see we see the stats. Okay. Is it, is it bonjour? Is it bonjour? That yeah, that's 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 French. That's French Canadian. Okay, like, okay. Excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, we 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 do French too, but we're we're French Canadian Jamaicans on this side. Okay, so we're like, okay. Okay. I, don't, I don't know that much. My family is from the islands. I don't know that much patois, so I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> you should have called me a couple years ago. I had my locks. It was like down. T- I had them silky locks. They was down to my, you know. I'd have been Rasta Pasta on here, yeah. There you go. There you go. So then let's 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 talk about it. Chicago. We see the stats, you know, we see them here. We're like, oh, Chicago is dangerous. Guys are g- growing up, you know, in the hood and you know, violence and all this stuff. How was your upbringing? My upbringing, I, I was kind of in the suburbs. I'm like suburb-ish. <laughs> I was in the suburb, but the next block over was you know a high traffic area um you know so I, I grew up in the suburbs my church is in the city a lot of people that i know in the city but the thing i was taught was just common sense like like certain stuff what happened to you no matter what area that you're in just I, having bad common sense like it was someone that i knew he had just bought a new car put new rims on that car and was getting gas two o'clock in the morning like, like, like little things like that it's like you know they say new new york state of mind chicago state of mind there's certain things occur because of just not being smart the other caveat is we're going through gentrification right now mm. so a lot of what's being put out there is not always as it seems to be now during covid them going downtown yes that's that's happening but before then it's like it's not that bad of a city just if you got your, your smarts on you know, Chicago will humble you. Mm, so okay. bold and, you know, you got jewelry this and jewelry that. Somebody who has missed a meal will humble you. But if you just mind your business, you're fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely, definitely, definitely understand that. So what was what was the thing growing up for you? You know, what I mean, what did you want to do in your life? What did you sell? You see yourself as the next mayor? Did you see yourself as a firefighter? What like what, yeah. what were you doing? What did you see yourself? Uh, y'all in my business right now. So grow, growing up, I wanted to be the next Martin Luther King. You know, I was an ordained minister at 13. Okay. The older I got, I started to, you know, relate to Malcolm X. And there's a um, a black ex Black Panther Party, God rest his soul, Fred Hampton. And I had to do a book report on him. I'm in school now. And at 19, he changed the world. He was the one person to get the gangs together. Mm-hmm. He was one person in Chicago that was cool, that they knew how to talk no matter what room that he went to. So, like, my thing is to be the next Fred Hampton. That's kind of where I want to be. I want to be the person in the hood, in the, in the you know, on Congress, wherever it may be. But that's just talking and speaking up for them who don't have a voice. So is that why you picked Superman as your as your superhero? Uh, I think Superman picked me. <laughs> uh my God rest her soul, my mother, the first comic she bought me was Superman. And uh, mm-hmm. the reason that Superman matters to me like it, and shout out, you know, DC's coming back. And, you know, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman out of Marvel. But DC, DC's coming back. DC's coming back. I just want to say that for those who know, no, we coming back. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you, you, if you guys are coming back, you got to start up, man. You guys got to hurry up, man. Oh, no, if you saw that last Joker, we, we the, y'all, you know, y'all have made, they've made their money uh, on Blade and Marvel. Uh, 
we're gonna make our money on Joaquin Phoenix and Joker. So like everything's gonna be dark and a little grim. Uh-huh. I have a lot of cinematography, you know, dealing with the emotions. Yeah. So um with Superman, I wasn't raised by my biological parents. So that's one thing that we have in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing about Superman, he has these superpowers, and it's he has this like internal struggle with being who he really is and conforming to the people in the area around them. Okay. Uh, I haven't found Lois Lane yet, so uh, (laughs) I don't have that to deal with. But yeah, um, you know, just understanding who you are, that you have a superpower and all of us have a genius within us Mm -hmm. and allowing that genius to kind of just, you know, branch out. All right. Well, listen, when when they fix Green Lantern and they do a better Uh, movie... Me, me, you go to the movies instantly, my friend. <laughs> go to is always Green Lantern. The go to is Green Lantern and Deadpool because Deadpool was all over the place. I'm like, yeah, so you know, I'll, I'll take Deadpool. Deadpool was I like those movies for some for some reason they're funny. I, I love the movies, but if you follow the comic, he was all over the place. He was Mar- He was a can all over. So it's a lot of the different light. And there's Deadpool. Yeah. Lantern is Superman because Superman is really with us, but mm-hmm. it depends on where the money's at, you know. <laughs> what it comes down to. I mean, I wish I could. It's just like DC's not good on publishing and, and contracts. It's just sad. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I get you. So you wanted to you this is what you're looking for. You Martin Luther King in your future, Malcolm X, you're growing up. What changed? Anything changed? What changed for me was to realize just the voice that I have. I'm understanding that, you know, um, you need both. Mm -hmm. That's the problem I think people don't get, that you need Malcolm to sit, to be at the White House and to get things signed. But you, uh, I mean, you need Martin to be at the White House and get things signed, but you need Malcolm to be outside and to, you know, do protests. And it's to take from me the one, it's just for me and the voice that I have and what he stood for as a man and the older that I got, the more I respect. The, th- the beauty that I love about Malcolm X is that he was the person who was flawed, that through his flaws, he found his way. And I think that we all are flawed and his flaws were open. He didn't hide them. He, this is who I am. That's who I was. And I'm going to make sure you become a better person. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. And then everybody knows that, you know, people can come around different aspects, different looks. And that's the great thing about them. All right. So speaking of which, you ready for this? It's called Rap. rap okay. Right. All right. Song in the shower. Song in the shower. What song you sing in the shower, man? Anything about Lauren Hill on that first album. Song before you get on stage. Uh, it's got to be some ratchet. It's probably some project pack. I need to get amped up. Yeah, I got to get, get, I got, I got to have something talking and saying something real ridiculous. I got, you know, I need to, I need that or like Rick Ross talking about, yeah, you know, the song will be box Chevy. It's my song. It's, it's, it, the words mean well. Just the, like, I'm, you've passed the Corey, but I like hip hop. I love hip hop. It raised me. So, like, I can't turn that down. Nothing wrong with that, my friend. Hidden talent. When when your youth kids come to you and they say, oh, Pastor, man, we got to do a show and we need you. We need to raise some funds. What talent can you put on stage for us to raise some funds? You're going to drop what? I, oh man, you know what? I can draw and I can paint. 
Okay. A lot better than people can think. I actually am a pretty good uh, painter. Okay. Um, See? So maybe painting something or drawing something, a caricature or something I can do. All right, you you heard what he said, right? So if you need some painting done, <laughs> no, I'm not. Le- I'm not Leonardo da Vinci. I'm not that. I'm not that. I can I can hold my own, but I'm not classically trained. So. All right, you said you wanted to look for Lois Lane. All right. Uh, so here it is. You have one chance. The girl of your dreams just came in. She's like, okay, you got one date. You say, come to my house, and I'm going to cook you dinner. What you cooking for this woman to to make her yours? Okay. Where, where is she from? Because that's it's all based on where is she from. Well, look at you getting all technical on me. Yeah, it, it depends on where she's from. Because if she's an old country girl, I know what to cook. Okay. Like, you know, from the Northeast. So, you know, from I live downtown. That's a different type of meal, you know. So Lois, Lois Lane was like the downtown kind of girl, but okay. she was fun and spicy. So, you know, there you go. I will probably do uh, a steak. Mm-hmm. Um, a steak, some asparagus, some maybe uh, some mashed potatoes or something with that. Um, I'll probably, because I can actually cook, I'll do some dinner rolls with that. Probably, I'll, and I'll make some type of dessert and like a, a side salad to kind of introduce the meal. Oh, okay, look at you. Look at you. I, okay. want, I want her to know that I know, you know, and then a good, good Merlot to go with the steak to let her know I'm cultured. Mm-hmm. All right. So top movie. Top movie. Oh my goodness. Uh oh, so many. Um top movie. You got me on this one. Um I would say The Matrix. Any of the Matrix movies, I'll honestly say top movie. Just like what's being said what you're seeing mm-hmm. and low-key message that is actually saying a little, little yeah. simple messages throwing out at you there yeah 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 somebody you walk through the door for the very first time someone turns their head and looks at you what do you want them to think when they see you uh i, I would like to have a drink with him i can have a drink with him he's a cool guy that's what i want them to think all right what is your pet peeve pet peeve uh consistency People not being consistent, you know, if you're say you're going to do something, having that type of uh, and which is, you know, a bummer in the the podcast industry. But consistency is definitely a pet peeve of mine. I know where you're going with that, my friend. Trust me, I know where you're going with that. You don't have to say anything else. I know. I'm just thinking about stuff. I'm like, oh, man, oh, man. (laughs) So the, the business level, what's going on in our world? What do you tell the youth like what do you tell the black youth and i'm talking about the black male youth in your church congregation you know with the policing and everything what are you telling them right now so financially i would say start getting in tune with stocks and bonds because stocks and bonds have trends and certain things that actually happen study history study the great depression see what happened because that was actually after the pandemic and then we had the industrial revolution pay attention about those stocks and bonds but also pay attention what's going outside don't fall for the okie doke it's just as simple as it as that thing you know things are not what they appear to be no research and learn things for yourself knowledge is power because if you don't have the knowledge anyone can tell you anything and you believe it you know somebody could tell you to drink bleach 
You might think it if you didn't know it can make you sick. I, I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry. It's the truth, though. It's like I see people, and I think in Texas, I've just drunken bleach. They like they getting more calls. I'm like, wow. Please. Listen, I listen. Because again, we're from Toronto, Canada. Okay, yeah. so when we see, when we see these things, and we see what he tweets out, what he says, and then people follow or do it or whatever, we kind of shake our heads, man. Yeah. We like we like we're like, Sir? like really. And I'm going to school for medicine, so your healthcare is far above ours. And it's like, if everyone had adequate healthcare, maybe this wouldn't be such a bad thing as a pandemic. So, like, it's kind of like a catch twenty two here. You know, everything is politicized here. Everything has to be a fight. This is everything has to be what they're doing this to me and this. But like, you know, he's he's he is saying stuff about Sleepy Joe. But I'm like, you're not that bright yourself. <laughs> I'm like, man, you do the competency test, you know, it said this and it said that. I'm like, you know, like it's just it's it's good content uh-huh. for the podcast, but like I don't want to go outside. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about that as well. Tell me how it is to be a black man in Chicago. Um being a black man in Chicago, Chicago's very segregated. That's like when you hear about Toronto and other places like that in Canada, the being a melting pot, it's like, wow, I really want to experience that. Like here, it's Chicago's very segregated. You know where to go and not to go. Mm. Um, you know, it's a certain way that you might have to conduct and carry yourself. And like I said, it comes back to that Chicago state of mind. What might work somewhere else may not work here. Right. I know where I can, I cannot go. I know what I can, I cannot do. But at the same time, it just, to me, it shows how much more that we need to grow. Like there's avenues and places I can walk in that other people can't walk in because they're not African-American. So when I take classes at school, I'm normally the only black person in the class. Mm-hmm. And some people might see that, oh, that's a bad thing. I see it as being a strength because not only I'm there because I deserve to be there, but I'm the person that actually has a personality in the class. Right. You're going to remember who I am. It's just everything that we do is black history. So if we do it right, we make it easier for the next generation. So being a black man in Chicago is just that's a responsibility that I feel comes with that. And if you take that the correct way, it makes the, everything easier. And then you, you follow trend and one teaches one and one follows one. Then there's something there to help each other out on. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's just that that simple. We make it difficult. No, is it we make it difficult or the situation makes it difficult? What do you think it is? Uh, I don't know how much time that we have to talk, <laughs> but um, it's kind of it's kind of both. We're products okay. of our environment, and in and, and here, we're the byproducts of slavery. So certain things we do because it's just embedded in our DNA. Mm-hmm. So, um, so like it's just changing that mindset sometimes you know 48 laws of power says that change should not be sudden it should be incremental so change is going to just take some generations and take some time and some years for it to occur we can want it right now but realistically would it be sustainable so yeah it's yeah it's just gonna take some time it's just gonna take some time but that's that's the beauty of these kids that i'm seeing they don't care. Like I was having, a, I saw a meme that said, "You can't tell a kid who they grew up on a song that says 'Nuck if you buck.'" 
<laughs> and tell these kids to be malleable and to do this and to do that. That's the song that they had growing up. So you just got to understand their language and fall right in place with them. Yes, yes, yes. All right. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to do pick three. Stay tuned. CMJ Entertainment. CMJ Entertainment is a one-stop shop. CMJ Entertainment helps people do any type of events, and it's a marketing tool as well. So we'll cover everything from start to finish. If it's a wedding, we'll make sure your wedding is over the top. And if it's an event, we make sure that everybody gets information at the end of the day. Give us a call at 416-414-8964 or online at cmjent.com. Yes, we're back with my special guest, and we're doing my brothers, a hundred brothers. I meet people from around the world, just talking to them one-on-one. We just have fun. We throw things out there. So now I love a game called Pick Three. So there is questions between one and ten. You got to give me three numbers, and those are the questions I ask you. Okay, so one and ten. I'm going seven. Seven. I'm going two. Two. Or eight. And eight, seven, two, and eight. All right. So question number seven. If you were in my shoes, what question would you have asked that I didn't? Mm. Wow. Okay. Um, the title of my show, I would probably have asked about that. Like, why do you choose the title of your show? So... Yeah, well, my podcast is called Legendary Perspective Podcast, and it's just realizing that no perspective is better or less than one. All of our perspectives are important. The job and the goal is just to understand where someone's coming from, because you don't have to agree with them to just be able to empathize where they're coming from. It's just a way to try to help us love each other and understand each other a little bit better. Okay, and there it is, right on the screen. So make sure you check that out. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Number two, what is your biggest failure, and what did you learn from it? Oh man, uh, biggest failure in life was not investing in Provisor stock when I was in my teens. <laughs> I was like twelve years old, and I told my and I, you know, I always I wanted to be a stockbroker. Okay. Kevin Bacon had this movie. I was like, I'm going to be a stockbroker. So I started realizing what stocks were. And I was telling everybody, get provisor stock. I, I At this time, I did not go through any type of puberty. I don't even know what it does. I just knew <laughs> that it was going to be big. And I just wish I would have like got a couple hundred dollars as a uh-huh. kid and bought that stock. That's about my biggest, <laughs> my biggest regret. Not like listening to myself and taking that chance. Okay, so you hear that, everybody? Trust yeah. your gut. That's one thing I tell everybody. Your gut tells you something for a reason. I believe, honestly, God gives us these little magic powers, I call them. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, here, I'm going to help you. I'm going to sow a seed for you to give you a little helping hand. Here, now it's up to you. Trust your gut or don't trust it, but I'm giving you that little help. Because I always said to everybody, people always say they're waiting on God to do things for them. Mm. Like Frederick, God has done things for us already. He's like, he'll he'll make you walk into a forest and he gives you a tree. Well, the key to life is self-mastery. You have everything that you need. You just got 
got to tap into it. And that's the beauty of COVID. It's making you look at yourself and look at yeah. your deficiencies and your strengths and, and have you have a chance to actually work on those. So I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. Yeah, because I'm like, um, he, you're like, you're waiting for that chair. I need a new dining room table. All right, wait. There's a big tree God just planted in front of your house. Exactly. But I know I still waiting for that chair. Redren, there's a tree. Exactly. <laughs> Put, tree. exactly. Put your hands to work. Right. Make table and chair. Right. We have to figure out that there's things there for us that we need to, you know, step up. It's right. there. So piggy back on that. You might never know how good you are making that chair. Now you have a stream of income that you didn't even know about because you tapped into a gift. So definitely, definitely. Hidden, hidden talent that you never knew. There it was. There it is. All right. And number eight, uh, you should uh, create your own signature question. What would that signature question be? Um, what, what type of, what is your, what is your leadership style? What like type of leader that you want to be? I would think that would be a signature question. Okay, so questions. Let me write that down because that'll be my next question for my next guest. So, what should I ask my next guest? Is, uh, what type of what is your leadership style? What is your leadership style? How do you communicate as a leader? I think that's very important because I'm realizing a lot of us want to be Michael Jordan. And we just mm -hmm. like is this alpha, and I'm realizing I'm like I'm like. Um, the Wizard of Oz. I'm in the background pressing these buttons, mm -hmm. learning people's personalities, putting people in positions that I know that they could be successful because I can I can identify the talent. But I want to be Michael Jordan, and I'm just not set up and built to do that. And it's not nothing wrong with either one of them. It's just understanding what your leadership style is so you could be effective. So you want to be Michael Jordan, but in hindsight, you're actually Phil Jackson. I'm actually Phil Jackson, and that's dope because I'm 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 the guy, you know. I'm, I guess the hippie make love, not war. I would go get a house in a remote area, go hiking. I feel, <laughs> but I'm trying to be Michael. I'm not Michael. I'm Phil. So. Yeah, but you're doing your, but you be, but you're a uh, what? If I remember correctly, he's got what? 15 rings. How many rings is boy? Uh, I wish I do. believe He has 11. Is it 11? I think it's 11. Cause remember he has two as a player. Yes. With the bulls. Uh huh. And um, five with the Lakers, and six with 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 Chicago. Yeah, yeah, six with the Bulls. Uh huh. Two with New York when he played. So that's eight. Eight. And yeah, eleven. He has um. No, is it twelve? He has five with the Lakers. 12, right. 13? Yeah. Six five is, is is eleven plus I'm two. Calculus right now. So like, <laughs> don't judge me. I'm taking calculus. <laughs> My mind is all over the place, like Newton's law of integrals. Like, no, I'm all over the place right now, man. Don't don't get me. I don't even know two plus two is four. Like, no, this math stuff. This is like it's for a reason. I'm like, wow, Newton. Like, am I really gonna need to know Newton's law of integrals when a patient's bleeding out on the table? Like, for real? I'm gonna need to know orbitals. You know, when I like, come on now. <laughs> oh Lord, I love it. I love it, man. I love it. All right, so I don't usually do this, but I'm gonna give you the opportunity to do this. Yo, do your shout outs. Do you have anybody want to shout out? 
I want to shout out the Legendary Perspective uh, podcast team, um, everyone that's actually out there. I don't want to name them because it's a rotating group, but you know who you are. Uh, I want to shout out all black men out there. What you're doing is very needed. You know, we are not all the same. But we all have gifts and we all have strengths and we, you know, if we get together and unite like this, we can get more change. Um, you know, shout out to all the teachers out there who are, you know, having to, to teach, you know, remotely. And shout out to all the parents out there not trying, going crazy and you know, <laughs> a good bottle of wine when you're teaching these kids. So, you know, I just want everyone to be safe and to everyone who's lost someone during pandemic. You know, it, it's crazy out there, but just hang tight. We'll get through it. I think these parents are taking a little bit more than wine right now. Yeah, I think so. I've seen a couple of videos. <laughs> the one kid was like, you smell like um, he named a brand of marijuana. I was like, you smell like you're on that stuff now. Just go in the car and chill, you know? So, yeah, definitely. All right, man. Well, listen, just letting you know. Call on me, brother, when you need a hand. We all need somebody to lean on. I'm happy to say I found another brother out there. Oh, go. You know what I mean? Love, love, love to come down. We'll go catch a, a go catch a game. Man, I might want to come up there, you know, and, and run through the six, you know, like, you know, get in, you know, some, come up to the stool. And yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it, man. You're a brother to me for life. The work that you're doing is invaluable. I appreciate you for having me on your platform and just keep doing what you're doing, man. You're an amazing person. I just met you. And I feel like I still like you. You probably dated my, one of my I got three sisters. You probably dated one of them. One of them was a model. She was all over the place. And I love her. She married now, but you're like, hey, you probably talked to my sister back in the day. So it's all good, man. It's all good. Hey, listen, I used to model back in the day too. So I believe there's the picture right there. There's one of the pictures right there. So there, there it is. Maybe we know each other. We'll, yeah. we'll talk off air just in case. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Appreciate right, it. Man. Take care. Listen, I, like I tell everybody, you didn't have to watch, but I appreciate you did. And if you see out there, be kind and love everyone. We'll see you guys next time. Yes, yes. It's come to an end, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions, or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share, and get involved. Join us next time. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.